A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy that person. For the temple of God, which you are, is holy. Let no one deceive himself. If anyone among you considers himself wise in this age, let him become a fool so as to become wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness in the eyes of God. For it is written, God catches the wise in their own ruses. And again, the Lord knows the thoughts of the wise, that they are vain. So let no one boast about human beings, for everything belongs to you, Paul, or Apollos, or Cephas, or the world, or life, or death, or the present, or the future. All belong to you, and you to Christ, and Christ to God. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be God. Brothers, I don't know about y'all, but I have thoroughly enjoyed our five-week journey with the Corinthians during the beginning of Ordinary Time as we prepare for Lent to begin later this week. I think in part I enjoy it so much because the Corinthians give me a sense of hope. If even the Corinthians can somehow pull it together, why not us? We have heard for several weeks Paul trying to communicate in different ways this community must not be divided, and they must stop thinking and acting according to human categories, or as Paul says, according to the wisdom of the world. Given how much Paul seems to repeat himself and emphasize certain points over and over, I think we can assume that the Corinthians were in need of a pretty drastic reset, or at least reorientation in their understanding of their life as a Christian community. But surprisingly, Paul does not go on and on about how bad the Corinthians are, even for all their failings. A month ago, we heard the Corinthians say, I belong to Paul, I belong to Apollos, or I belong to Cephas. They were divided and it was a mess. But today we read, rather than put the Corinthians in their place or try to knock them down, Paul chooses to flip the perspective completely. You do not belong to them, he says. They, in fact, belong to you, and you belong to Christ. Here Paul is giving us a completely new notion of what it means to belong to someone. In other words, the Corinthians just aren't simply thinking big enough. We might even dare say Paul is telling them, come on, you're better than this. This is not meant to fill them or to fill us with pride, but it is meant to make clear to all of us the radical nature of our baptism. We often take for granted or forget what it truly means to say that we belong to Christ. Because to belong to Christ 
It's completely different than belonging to any sort of group or faction. God loves us as sons and as daughters. He doesn't love us as constituents or as his biggest fans. He loves us to the point of making his dwelling among us. For as Paul says, we are the temple of God. This is the step that the Corinthians don't really seem able to take. But to be fair to the Corinthians, it's not easy for us either in our daily routines to consciously reflect on our belonging to Christ. How do we even live up to this calling that Paul is trying to get us to react to? I doubt, or at least I suspect, that the Corinthians probably didn't have some radical change immediately after reading this letter from Paul. And as Lent approaches, maybe we won't have some sort of radical radical change during Lent. Maybe we won't emerge at Easter as perfect friars. But I think that Lent could be simply a time for us in which we meditate on this idea of what it means for us to belong. Belonging to Christ, according to Paul, is closely linked with what it means to be holy. To belong to Christ is to be holy. We are holy. Our community is holy. The church is holy. And if we take this one step further, because we are holy, whatever we do, no matter how small, can also be made holy if we offer it back to God. Our brother, Meister Eckhart, said, it is not what we do that makes us holy, but we ought to make holy what we do. So each week, the classes we attend, the papers we submit, the grind of running a theological institute, all of these can appear meaningless and draining if we don't approach them through the lens of our great calling of belonging to Christ. We have to ask ourselves in the midst of everything, do we belong to these things or do they belong to us because we belong to God? For if we belong to God, of course, we're going to be frustrated. All of the usual difficulties of life will emerge. But the difference is that we won't succumb to our work. We won't be bogged down by the wisdom of the world as our end. We will keep carrying on with a certain purpose and resolve, knowing that we belong. The one who has forgotten his true belonging approaches the difficult situation by just saying, I want to get through this. I can't wait for this to be over. But we're called to something different. The Corinthians were called to something better, brothers. This Lent, as we meditate in front of the Eucharist, We who belong to Christ can pray rather, Lord Jesus, I know I belong to you. I offer you my fear, my stress, and my coldness towards whatever lies ahead. Make it all holy for the glory of your name. Amen.